0: Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready.
1: So, Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the next episode of Evolve. I hope you are ready for fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic information and conversation. And today, I am super excited because I have the amazing Lindsay Lindsay Bertner here, and I'm so excited. She's a special, special guest, and I thank her for her amazing guest. Because let me tell you something, I. I'm obsessed she is so amazing like I went to her website and I was just like oh my gosh this is so beautiful like can she make mine like this too like oh my gosh and you can just tell she is so amazing so I thank her for her her amazing guest and I know this conversation is about to be amazing and powerful because I could just tell from her energy and her smile like oh she's amazing so in 2007 Um, A fatal car wreck left Lindsay Vertner brain dead and paralyzed. Medical experts were amazed at Lindsay's miraculous recovery. She uses her unparalleled perspective to push her clients towards success in their personal and professional lives. Lindsay's expertise teaches millennial moms and startup entrepreneurs how to master their mindset and balance their life through self-care, self-worth, and self-discipline. The three pillars of self. Yep. Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this got me so excited. As an award winning peak potential strategist, transformational speaker, and two time Amazon number one best selling author, Lindsay's mission is to teach women around the world how to create their first class life full of purpose, fulfillment, and happiness. Lindsay is also the co founder of the Unleashed Woman. A nonprofit organization that uplifts women of all backgrounds through empowerment and networking events. With a master's in professional counseling, Lindsay is a graduate of both Indiana and Liberty Universities. And I am amazed. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, literally, that's literally what I'm talking about self care, self worth, self like, yeah, oh gosh. All right, so let me, we're here to introduce Lindsay Bertner. Woo! Yes, I am so excited. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: goodness this is gonna be fun
1: <laughs> yes that is the, that is the entire point like for us to have a conversation for us to have amazing energy and get everybody pumped and just from in your bio i'm like like can you be my expertise like what like oh my goodness <laughs> you are amazing amazing amazing, amazing so let's just talk about you said
0: that you were in a, a car accident yeah, yeah. Yes. So imagine just driving down the highway, minding your own business. And then the next thing you know, you wake up and you have no clue where you are. It is pitch black. You can't see, you can't talk, you can't move. Um, and then as your eyes just start to adjust to the darkness, like you notice the moonlight shining through an unfamiliar window that was not my window. So Mm -hmm. that's what I found myself doing in May 2007. Um, I woke up. I didn't know where I was. I couldn't see. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. And so, of course, I watched too many movies. So I instantly start to think like, oh, my gosh, I've been kidnapped. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Lord, no, please. (laughs) And so I start to panic um, because I can't scream, I can't get up and and run away because I can't move and I have no clue what's going on. And I'm panicking. And eventually I exhaust myself out enough that I end up passing back out. And so the next time I woke up, it was daylight. And I thought to myself, like, man, that felt like so real, that was the worst nightmare, and then I slowly started to realize, like, I still couldn't talk, still couldn't move, still couldn't see, I still didn't know where I was, and that same window that was not my window was still there, now the only difference was the sun was shining through it, Um, and so then, people were in my room at that time. And and a a petite blonde lady walks up to me and she starts talking to me and she's like, well, hello, do you know your name? Do you know where you're at? And she's just asking me these questions and I'm staring at her like, in my head, I'm answering her like, my name's Lindsay, but like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Um, But out loud, I wasn't making any noises except like, Wow. Because there was a tube down my throat keeping me alive. I was intubated so that I could breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she fills me in on what had happened a week ago. Oh, wow. Actually, wow. So I had been out for a week and I was driving down the highway. The car I was driving, actually, flipped end over end before going off the opposite side of the highway and landing wow. side down. Um, so, My my head was pinned between the roof of the car that was upside Mm. down and the weight Mm. of the car and I had Mm. to put it out and I was actually pronounced brain dead on the scene. wow me by helicopter to a trauma hospital uh that was about an hour away. I'm sure much faster in a helicopter, but right, right. right. (laughs) Um and then I was pronounced brain dead again upon arrival, but God was looking out for my life yes. and my because despite being pronounced brain dead, they proceeded to do emergency surgeries anyway, right. and they didn't expect me to make it through the night, um, but I did, and then they didn't expect me to make it through the next day, but I did, um, and so here I am now, so yeah. on top of all of that, um, I had a long list of injuries, and I was also paralyzed, so yeah. it me my inability to move. Um, so, that's
1: what I woke up to. <laughs> right? And you're like, what? Like, it's happening. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, fast forward to today, because, like, hello, like, all of that amazingness that I just read, right? So, what, mi- what was your turning point to say, okay, this happened to me, and this is what I want to do. This is my purpose in life.
0: So ironically, like I didn't cry. I cried. Well, I take that back. I cried once, but it wasn't immediately. It was like, a slow onset before I actually cried. So whenever I was just listening to the nurse, just fill me in on everything that had happened. The only thing that I could think about was like, thank God I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Like that's all that kept playing through my head. Um, I, I didn't hear paralysis. I didn't hear all the other stuff. Like I, all I could focus on was I was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then as I was just laying there, in the bed and, and i saw my mom like she's trying to smile but you can see she's torn up and been crying and all that stuff um i was just thinking like it doesn't matter how much i cry or have a pity party what's already done is done right. like i cannot change the past no matter what the only thing i can do is focus on the future and seeing as i heard the doctor say he didn't know if it was permanent, that's what I focused on. I was like, all right, get my ass up out of here. I'm trying to walk again. I'm trying to go back to school. I'm trying to live my life as I knew it to be. Mm-hmm. Not having somebody push me around in a wheelchair, washing my body. Like I had to wait for somebody to give me a bath. Mm-hmm. And for the longest, I had a catheter. So I was peeing in, into a bag and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I had to wait for someone to come and wipe me and Feed in tube, um, when the feeding tube came out. Then wait for somebody to feed me, and I had to learn how to write again and all this stuff. So right. I didn't want that life. I'm that's very dependent, and right, right, <laughs> you to take me to the bathroom and wash right, right, right. And now you're speaking
1: on stages. So listen, won't he do it? Like I can, like that. Crazy, like that is amazing. Like your story is amazing because one, one wouldn't even think that happened to you because like you're just like phenomenal. Like you know what I mean. Like you're just, like I just <laughs> so I met Lindsay during a book camp boot camp. It's like a tongue twister, but it's phenomenal. Um, and she was like posting things and or I'm just like what? Like how did she even put all that together? Like did we all get that same information? Like I. <laughs> <laughs> She is like amazing. I was just like, wow. Like everybody was just in awe. Like she, I'm like, she could just be like the teacher. Like what? <laughs> She's like, well, we did this and it's where you find that. And said, I'm like, yes. Like <laughs> come through. Let's <laughs> see. So what made you start to do to to say, okay, I want to be a speaker. I want to be a coach. I want to what what was your aha moment to get to that point?
0: Yeah. So In that moment during the wreck like I had a choice I could either be a victim to my circumstance or be a victor over my obstacles and of course I chose the latter and so although my physical recovery was miraculous like I I walked out of the hospital in exactly one month's time and it was everybody was shocked my entire medical team was like what this um and, and even when they heard the news cuz i had to transfer hospitals and when it got back to the other hospital um they were like no no <laughs> um so i had that choice but then it was the emotional recovery that took a lot longer yeah. um and i battled with that feeling of not being good enough especially when people were referring to me as miracle woman and walking miracle like i didn't feel good enough to live up to that name especially yeah. since my spirituality had it drastically change like I believed in God and everything um, and it wasn't like now all of a sudden I believe in him 50 times more because and So like there was no change there. So then when people called me Miracle Woman and expected these great things, it was like I I didn't feel good enough to have that title. And I slowly realized that there were other women around the world that didn't feel good enough in their own ways. Um, they didn't necessarily go through the same thing, but maybe it was their relationship or maybe they haven't achieved the goals that they wanted, or maybe it was debt But we all have the different reasons that things show up in our lives. And so I started my own self-discovery. And the more that I grew and the more that I helped the people around me to grow, I was like, Okay, so there was purpose in my pain, yes. it was that whole experience that led me to what I do now as a peak potential strategist, where I teach other women how to create that happiness and find the purpose in their pain, identify what their purpose is, overcome those obstacles, because if I can literally come back from death's bed, then nothing you're facing is too hard for you to overcome and achieve your goals
1: right yes oh my gosh like now i like love you 10 times more like i can't <laughs> <Love you> back. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's oh my goodness and like you literally hit the key points And you know everybody has different experiences so things show up in their lives in different ways you know and, and for me um i i as I, I we spoke earlier i was a general manager for a hotel and for so long I navigated through life and putting myself last. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, and in my mind, it's because, oh, okay, I like taking care of everybody. I want to make sure everybody else is good. But it, it actually came from a lack of self-love and self-worth space, yeah. Right um and even in my job and even what i did i worked myself to the ground like when i say i was working like 80 to 100 hours a week no exaggeration yes whether i was on property or i was at home working or i was in england and i'm pulling out my laptop wherever i was and it was because i felt like i still had to prove that i deserved to be there although i worked my ass to get there and Mm -hmm. two it was like i didn't feel like there was a margin of error or there there was no margin of error because I was, I look super young, and everybody thought I was 12, which I'm not, and and, um, because I felt like, because I was a woman of color, honestly speaking, you know what I mean, I used to always think, like, okay, would people talk to me in this way, or treat me in this manner, would I be getting paid what I, what I'm being paid, if I wasn't a black woman, like, you know what I'm saying, Um, so when you hit those keep, I literally, like, yes, that is so, so true, and And it shows up in different ways. And if you don't take the necessary steps or make the decision, like, no, I know I'm worth more. What do I need to do to heal and and to Mm -hmm. get me whole? And so that I no longer am in this position or ever feel this way again. You know what I mean? You kind of get stuck in that, in that, um, in that phase or in that place. Right. So, so with your, with your coaching and with, with, with your speaking, what do you feel is your mission in life?
0: So my mission right now is to teach women how to live a first-class life. Mm -hmm. And whenever I say that, it's not about how much money you have, because oftentimes when we hear first class, we automatically resort to like a first-class seat on a plane and luxury and rich and famous and millionaires and billionaires. Mm -hmm. But that's not what first-class life is about. A first-class life, as I define it, is... Uh, walking fully in your purpose. Mm-hmm. It's about being 100% authentically you each and every day and being unapologetic about it. And it's about shedding those masks that we wear all day long. We wake up and we put on a mask. We act one way to our significant other, another way to our kids if we have them, another way to our parents, another way to our coworkers or clients, another way to our friends. And we're busy all day long trying to be this person that other people want us to be. So when you live your first class life, you shed away all those masks and you say, this is me, accept me as I am flaws and all and and then we're gonna move forward and it's gonna be a great time because I'm being me you being you and we gonna be a we happily together
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're just hitting it right on the nose that is so true like you always feel like you can't in certain spaces that you can't be yourself because you might be judged or you might not be accepted or you, you know what I mean? Whatever things we put in our brain to make us do the things that we do, right? But when you're walking as your, authentic, what did you say?
0: And then that gets exhausting. Yes, oh my gosh. And, and, so,
1: <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's, it's better and easier to walk as your authentic self, but sometimes it's really hard and challenging for people to do that because they've had to wear the mask for so long or they're trying to hide their imperfections right so Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to someone to say hey it's okay to take off your mask you know
0: yes yes um the first thing is just accepting that you are who you are for a reason you were made as you are flaws and all for a reason like you were designed in god's image and so when you just sit back and remember that like the perfect being created me in the perfect image um not in a perfect way, because nobody's perfect, um, but in that perfect image, then it becomes easier to accept who we are, excuse me. And then once we do that, just owning that and saying, you know, this is me, and I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna choose to accept my flaws and I'm gonna choose um, to put myself around people that accept my flaws. It becomes so much easier to just love yourself and just remember how awesome you are. Yes, <laughs> because, you
1: know, you know, just flip the wig. If not, that's okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, you, if you don't, take your natural hair, flip it, whatever it is, you know? <laughs> I love your hair and I love your energy.
0: Listen, um. it removes you know well you're gonna have to tell me where to get it all the wigs that i have ever tried do not work out for me (laughs) i'm like i just need somebody to come show me the wig ropes because i can't get it on my own
1: honestly it's about having it's one they're getting the right hair source but then also having the right hair stylist because some can lay a wig lord you just be like yes you be like it's yours for a second and then some you'd be like no like just no
0: wait, I I was the second one but wait i don't think it's supposed to work like this <laughs> that's not what i pictured i tell my hairdresser all the
1: time i'm like um can we um like, can you just come with me? Because when right. I do it, it doesn't look the same, <laughs> Right. but you had like such valid points in, in being your authentic self. Right. Um, it's just, it's just makes life easier and, and finding the right people to be in your life that accept you for who you are, because mm-hmm. it's not about let go of the sense of approval and that you feel like someone has to like you. Hey, listen, I learned, you don't like me okay have a good day like (laughs) you know what i'm saying because my whole entire like middle school high school elementary school you you want to be accepted you want you want to be on the in crowd and then it kind of has control over you and then as you grow into an adult you still have that same kind of mindset and it can really control your life and you can be miserable and the same thing when you said with the first class life is not about you instantly think about monetary but you can have all the money in the world and have a level of success and still be miserable. And I can say, I can attest to that because I was a GM. I was making six figures. I was, I felt like I was that, but I was the most miserable I ever was in my life. You know what I'm saying? And, and it took, you have to take the moment to look at yourself and say, look at yourself and say, Hey, like, what do I need to change? What is, what is it in me? that is making me do the certain things that I do, have made certain decisions that I have. Why do I feel like I need to seek approval? Why do I care if somebody likes me or not? You know what I mean? Right. Um, dig deep to figure out and work through that and navigate through
0: it so you can be a better person.
1: So talking about First Class Life, that's your first book that you're um, coming out right with.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I have um, many anthologies that I've been a part of. So this is the first solo project book, and I'm super excited about it because I'm, I'm giving you all the juice about those factors that you can use to create that life that you want to be intentional about your purpose, your fulfillment, and your happiness. And so that's what I share in this book, and I just can't wait to get it out. <laughs>
1: So you said this is not your first book. So how many books have you been in, in as a
0: whole? Um, let's see. So two physical books and a couple ebooks. I don't know the exact number because it's been a couple. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> so that's amazing. So it is <laughs> like, that's amazing. It's amazing. Like people don't understand, like becoming an author is like a really big thing. And it's not like you blink and it's like, I'm an author. You have to put in the work, you have to right. put in the effort. So it's an amazing um, title to add to your belt, and it just makes your level of expertise and qualification that much, you know what I mean, stronger. So it's amazing, and congratulations to you. So I know this Thank thing is gonna be amazing, and I need my copy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll definitely. Really? That. <laughs> and then you said that you were also working on an anthology project, right?
0: Yeah, so I'm excited because both of these books will be under my own publishing, I suppose, because I'm self publishing both of them. Like, whoa, I never did I ever, right? Right.
1: (laughs) I got the name for you right now, L V publishing. There you go.
0: so i'm excited because i'll have the the first class life solo book that will introduce the factors of what it means to live in first class life how to implement those into your life and that's actually an interactive workbook so it'll have worksheets and templates that you can download online it will have um where you can write in your answers as you reflect on each chapter and then in the fall in october 2020 at the end of october we'll release um, first class life anthology which Strangely, I was working on that before (laughs) I worked on the solo, um, because that started last year, and then I've been working with the co-authors since January, um, because it's more than about just submitting your chapter and writing your story, but these ladies, we've grown together over since January, because they have group calls and individual calls, and we'll get to celebrate in Mexico in October. (laughs) Right before the book launches. Listen, okay, I'm not in the anthology, but I'm coming to Mexico. Okay. <laughs> yes, come on, come on. And so I'm really excited because they actually just got their feedback for their first drafts and everything. Mm-hmm. Just their stories are powerful. Like, I'm going to have to put a trigger warning in front of these chapters. Mm. Uh, So many women are gonna be moved by their stories and then they're sharing how they overcome those obstacles and was able to create their first class life despite the infidelity, despite the abuse, despite the miscarriage, Um, all of that's in the book. It's it's gonna be impactful. And I'm I'm super, super honored to be a part of their journey. I'm super honored for the readers that will read this book and, and whose lives will be impacted by it.
1: I saw somewhere that you know you're releasing this in October, but you are you're gonna do another one yeah girl. <laughs>
0: So that one will release in october and enrollment for volume two will also start in october so
1: okay look at you yeah. yes just taking it over the world okay <laughs> and everybody bring your suit class, suitcases this is the first class
0: life yeah. trip okay <laughs> that is that traveling is, is part of my self-care so of oh, course yeah. i that into what I was doing, um, and this this is not about me. This anthology is about the co-authors. It's about the readers, and we are serving through our stories. And Definitely. so, of course, I was going to incorporate traveling into the program <laughs> as best I could. So we celebrate at an all-inclusive retreat. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, I think you should just make an all-inclusive party, and so you know. <laughs> <laughs> because that would be amazing and you know people could just show up and you know celebrate with you guys i'm just saying that's totally (laughs) up to you
0: (laughs) we'll have to see what we can do right
1: so that's amazing your story is amazing like oh my goodness like it's uh, you're inspirational honestly and and i watched um i watched one of the videos on your website where you i think did you do a tech talk or you did a speaking engagement and i was just like what like you're just an amazing speaker like it's like perfection. I'm just like, oh my God, I told you, like, I'm just gonna, if you had like a fan page, I think I would join because, like, you're, <laughs> you're like amazing, like, honestly. And I'm like, just the way you speak and the way that you speak so eloquently and the way that you are like so well put together is just like, yes, like, it's, it's like, it's really inspiring, honestly, honestly. And like, your energy, and it's so inviting. You know what I mean? Like, some people are like, yes, I'm this, and, and you're just, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? down to earth and it's like truly amazing so what was the best speaking engagement you did oh 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 oh
0: so i give you the political answer (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay well what was the what was the one that you felt like like at the end of it you just felt like i did it like what was your the biggest one that you did then if that makes it easier
0: um so i'm actually going to have to use one of my own speaking engagements um so i'm co-founder of the nonprofit called the unleashed woman and our whole thing is we organize women's empowerment and networking events and so every year we have our big women's empowerment conference to end off the year so it's every november and so uh, of course i'm always a keynote <laughs> <laughs> at my own conference right that's important that's important Own <laughs> opportunities right um so there was a moment where I had been wanting to do something but I was like all right how do I do this but I felt led to do it and it was like coaching not it was like but it was like I literally coached people on stage and not only did they um physically break through their blocks but they mentally broke through their blocks I probably should have said that the other way around mentally broke through their blocks on stage and I had never done that before not the coaching um, live and impromptu that's not what I was worried about it was them because I actually had a board and I had them break it and I coached them through breaking it Um, and that was like the physical representation of them overcoming their obstacles and then Whenever they couldn't break it on the first time, some did, some didn't, Um, just coaching the ones that didn't through it so that they could do it eventually. And it was funny because every time that they didn't break it, it was like something in me knew exactly why and that they weren't gonna make it. And I was able to use that in front of the entire audience, like, all right, so she didn't miss it. And it was because she was focused on this instead of this. And I could see that, like, I don't even know how. Right, I was like, holding a board and there's this woman standing in front of me and as she's coming to me, like I can see exactly, oh, she's gonna miss right. um, or she's to get it. Right. <laughs> Use those as moments to teach not only that woman but the entire crowd like this is why you aren't achieving your goals this is why you aren't overcoming your obstacles and whenever you can shift that and shift your mindset and shift your focus then you can break through the board you can break through your obstacles so that has been like my favorite times um to speak because because listen to me That's,
1: that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> I All right, fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. Yes, <laughs> Because
0: I try to be highly engaging and interactive with all of my crowds, mm-hmm. but this was just extra special because I felt like the attendees of, of the conference that my co-founder and I put on it was like there are babies yes they're grown women but we are so protective of them and making sure that they receive value and receive connections that it's like they're are our children and it's like we want to give them the best and so just watching that and being a part of that I felt really honored wow
1: wow like I'm you're, you mean like- one of my favorite women is Lisa Nichols. And that is the vibe that you gave me with, with, with what you said in the uh, events that I've attended. I'm just sitting in the room like, why are we crying? Like, what, what is happening? Like, I did not fly to Chicago to having, to be having emotional and mental breakdowns. Like, I did not, <laughs> but it's so worth it because you leave in just in a different, in an entire different space mentally. And like you said, physically, emotionally. So that is amazing. Okay, so I need to come. Where where is your event?
0: (laughs) So this year is in Atlanta, and tickets are already on sale, and we are holding faith strong that we will be able to have a live event, because yes, the virtual events are amazing, but it's just not the same, and we really strive for our ladies to make those connections that they wouldn't otherwise make, and it's just, you can't do it the same way virtually, so... We are in prayer, fingers crossed. We need all the warm fuzzies that we can. That's going to happen, so gonna, right? it needs, yes. Yeah. And we have a live event in Atlanta as scheduled um, at the, I think it's the Four Sheratons Hotel. Okay. Look, I haven't even said it in so long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, a pastor that we, so I go to the bridge on Saturday. You know Stevie Aisha Mills? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so have you heard of the bridge? Yes. Okay. So, Pastor Cassandra said October is going to be the month of release and a new. So we got you. You're going to have the event in November. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> tickets now, though. Don't <laughs> <wait till> <laughs> <October>. <laughs> If you get your tickets and we have to go in a different direction, we want to tell you there's no refunds. We'll see you on virtual. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll send you a little package something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yes, it's going to happen. That's amazing. Let's let that's really powerful in what you said in regards to you know unleashing the women that's an amazing name um and two what you guys do overall you know there are a lot of women that are just going through things and and they don't necessarily deal with it or don't have the time to deal with it so just taking the <laughs> intentional moment to say hey you matter what you've gone through matters you being who you want to be in this world matters and it is possible. it's possible is like gold you know what i mean um yeah. so, I I love what you're doing. I think you're phenomenal. As you know, I think I've said this to you at least 42 times. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is there anything that you would want to leave um, for our audience in regards to the last words?
0: Well, so this is something that I live by is that it takes the same amount of energy to be miserable as it does to be happy. So choose wisely. Because I don't know about you, but me, if I'm going to waste some energy doing something, I at least want to use that energy being happy. (laughs) Yes. It takes work. Either way you go, you just have to decide where you want to put that work. So that is what I live by. Um, And I'd also like to offer a gift to the listeners. Okay. So I am big on being intentional. That is how I got to where I am. That is what I help others to do is being intentional about creating happiness and creating that first class life. And part of that is knowing where you want to go each other. Day. And 90 days from now and five years from now. Right. Um, so I would like to share uh, a first class life template for goal setting. So this is gonna help you build your goals on a stronger foundation and make them more effective um, so that you're more likely to achieve them. Because sometimes we create goals or we create vision boards and then we're, they kind of fall by the wayside. And we're like, oh, goal setting doesn't work. Oh, vision boards. <laughs> right. Um, you didn't set it up right in the first place and right. so that's where the problem was so if you go to www.bit.ly forward slash first class goals with an s on the end then you will be able to download uh, the first class goal setting template mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, we love free gifts, you know what I'm saying? So make sure you go to that website and download that goal setting and whoever, tell me who downloads it so that I can go into their DM or their email, like, excuse me, I need to see, I need to see that you actually did, but, but yes, yes, I need, yes, because you know we love a free gift and then we just download it just for fun and we don't actually open it. No, we need to open right. it, and right. we need to do it. So, <laughs> so thank you for that free e-gift. And then my next question is how can people connect with you?
0: yes so uh you may visit my website lindsayvertner.com um across all social medias instagram facebook youtube i even joined tiktok (laughs) (laughs) lindsay vertner so i like to keep it consistent as long as you're spelling my name right it's lindsay with an e and that's vertner v as in victor e r t n e r at Lindsay Vertner across all social media. Please subscribe to my YouTube, reach out to me, follow me on Instagram. I love new friends. Yes, so that's where you can find me, Lindsayvertner.com or at Lindsay Vertner.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. This is a perfection and so powerful. <laughs> I thank you for your transparency. I thank you for being so fearless in your conversation and unapologetic in sharing. Um, so thank you for tuning in everybody. I'll see you for next week. Bye.
0: Thank you you for tuning in to evolve, stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic until next time. Special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host Chanel Spencer at Chanel Spencer now on Instagram and Facebook songs i'm from the south by d21 from black mob entertainment off the 720 god album find him on instagram at only d21 straight out the south <laughs> we'll hit rock gold teeth straight out your mouth my niggas don't
1: know peace fuck is you saying though easy he playing though know my old dudes bring more than a candle bring the heat to them that they keep talking know that they will not little dogs barking step across the line